Welcome to the Horrible Movie Podcast, a studio DNA podcast. We're available on iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker, and at thehorriblemoviepodcast.com. Unless, of course, you're a patron. Patrons get perks. You can become a patron of our show and the Studio DNA Network by going to patreon.com slash studio DNA to find out more. Now, here's the show. Welcome to the Horror Movie Podcast. My name is Jack. Thanks for uh, tuning in slash downloading this episode. Uh, Jared, let me ask you a question. Okay. Okay, so um, Harry Potter. Let's say we had a movie that we were tasked to make about Harry Potter. And we decided to take all the books from Harry Potter and okay. jam, yeah. jam aspects of them all into one movie. Like all seven books. Right. Into one feature-length movie. movie. And not all of the, not the, all of the books, okay. But, but parts of the books, like Ooh, different things. Yeah. Would you say the Dark Tower <laughs> tried to do a little bit of that in this movie? I, I would say they, golly, they did a lot. I hadn't, you know, I hadn't really thought of it that way. Um, but yes, everything I golly. read. Everything I've heard of this, and I've only seen, I've only know a little bit about the books. But you've read all the books, correct? I've read uh, seven of the eight. There, there was actually one more that is kind of a little mini. It's not. I don't know if it's a mini. It's one he just recently came out with. It's kind of interlude in between like four and five. Maybe I don't know. Somebody's gonna somebody call in and tell us where. Please do where that one falls. Uh, but I haven't read that one. Okay. But the, the series as a whole, I have. Yeah. Um, it is. Um, and Phil, you've said you have. Have you seen this movie? No, I haven't. And you've not read the books. Yeah, I know nothing about it. Do you know who Stephen King is? I've heard of him. Okay. Oh. He wrote these books. Okay. He uh, wrote these? Yeah. Stephen King's here. Steve King? Stephen King. Steve Stephen King. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought you talked <laughs> about my neighbor, Steve King. <laughs> Steve Jeez. King. Now, uh, you know what's awesome is Akiba Goldsman produced this movie, and he is a... Now he's very recently been on this movie and or on this podcast, and not himself yet, at least. Maybe he won't now. <laughs> Maybe that is one guest we won't be able to get. Um, look into that, Jared. Uh, anyway, I'm on it. He's a return return guy. Um, so overall, uh, the Dark Tower, ladies and gentlemen, Stephen King likes himself some sci-fi, likes himself some horror type things. This kind of uh, goes between some genres. And uh, it's fairly recently, uh, you know, out. All the, um, not all, but a lot, most of the critics have kind of panned this movie, wouldn't you say, Jared? Yeah, yeah, it did. It hasn't done great. It, there's, a, there's a word. Um, there's a word I'm going to use later about this oh, movie. What word? Um, and later, I'm going to save it for oh, later. Wow. Um, but it is. Uh, I think it describes a lot of what this movie, what this movie is, which is weird, which is really weird. Wow. Um, the Dark Tower is com comparable in word length to the Harry Potter series. The entire, like the, the entire entirety? series, is about a million, give or take, a couple hundred thousand words. Wow. Pretty close. Uh, so a lot of writing went into this, and yeah. and Stephen King in general writes like that. All of his books are really long, right? It is super long. Uh, uh, under the what's the dome? It's the Thunderdome? No, there's a 
Put I'm not. Books. I'm not super familiar with uh, Stephen King's works outside of this. Uh, oddly, he writes a lot of his own books into this series. He even writes himself into the series. That's yes. kind of a, a crazy, crazy little twist in there. That's and, fun. And Matthew, um, Matthew McConaughey, Walter. Right under the under the dome is what I was looking for. Under it's a, 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 a thousand pages. Yeah, Thunderdome is Mad Max. No, I, I said <laughs> under under the dome, but but it is. Uh, he just writes long books. Yeah, uh, you get a recurring, uh, recurrent some recurring characters from some of his other works. Um, mm-hmm. Walter Paddock, the Man in Black, crosses over and has been in some other stuff, and they really tie him into this, which actually as a character, I kind of felt like. Um, there was kind of a cool idea for a character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he's a sorcerer. He's a sorcerer, but I I don't know how well they flesh out his character enough in this movie oh, for non for people that don't know anything about Dark Tower to even really buy into it. Um, yeah. I felt like, um, just before we get into the deets, but like the casting of this mo- movie, I mean, you Boy, it's hard to beat this casting, especially with Idris Elba and mm-hmm. uh, Matthew McConaughey, right? And that kid was a pretty good kid actor. He did good, yeah. Right. So, yeah. So here's what we're saying so I far. I mean, the movie was essentially about him. Okay. But so here's what we're saying so far. Okay. What is is so- <laughs> that this seems as though the source content should be good. Yeah. It seems as though the actors are okay. Mm-hmm. So far. The the The... Graphics, uh, CGI type stuff, they weren't just horrible looking, were they? I thought it was a, a, a pretty good looking, kind of uh, gritty at okay. points. Okay, so where are we going wrong here? Why, are, why is this movie here, is my question. <laughs> I, yeah. I know why it's here. I feel it. I feel it. You feel it in your heart? Maybe not that far, but I feel it, and you feel it. I feel it. Because you wouldn't I have do. said, let's do this movie on this show. If you didn't feel it as being horrible, there's a couple things, and I, I think we'll wait. I think I'll let the people, <laughs> I'll let people marinate a little bit onto why I think it definitely fits right. on this on this podcast. Um, but before that, before we get there, it's time, my friends, time for some deets, some the details. details of the movie, The Dark Tower, directed by Nicolaj Arcel, who, by the way, was the third. Uh, director tied to this yeah. movie. This has been in the works for a decade. Yeah, and you know who started the works, Phil? JJ himself. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. But you know, you knew JJ Abrams had to have a lot of love for Stephen King, right? Oh yeah. I mean, come on. Produced by someone who might be I don't want to say he's becoming the patron the patron saint of this podcast. But Akiva Goldsman's showing up now on this thing. We've, Wait. He's been the producer of a oh, couple yeah. different things. And uh, now Ron Howard, this is the this is the first Ron Howard on here. We did, uh, your wife actually did uh, the Joe vs. the Volcano episode. Yeah. And yeah. that was a Tom Hanks sighting. That was the first Tom Hanks sighting on this podcast. <laughs> this is the first Ron Howard sighting, and they're very close. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're, they're kind of tied together. Screenplay by Akiva Goldsman. He must be a big fan of this book series, right? Surely, Surely. got to be. Yeah. Um. Oh wow, he did the Transformers. Oh, that is what he did. Yes. Yeah. Uh, based on Stephen King's book series, The Dark Tower. 
Starring Idris Elba, who, again, by all accounts, is a great actor. And honestly, even in this movie, he did some great acting. So mm-hmm. that that in itself will be the enigma, folks, that is this movie for me. Now, I don't know how Jared will expand on it, but this movie for me is not typical of movies on this show. It's, it's, it is at least worthy of us talking about it as a horror movie on this show yeah. and putting it on our sliding one to five scale. <laughs> but <laughs> normally there's an acting issue somewhere hmm. and i'm not hey yeah it's, it's just not as prevalent here but i, well, I no, digress we'll get there. We'll get and i want to get there yeah, yeah i want to get there um starring idris elba starring matthew mcconaughey really just doing your matthew your matthew mcconaughey impression <laughs> you know what i'm saying didn't go anywhere rangy weird didn't dress up like the joker like a jared leto get in character scenario with gold <laughs> with with uh, grills didn't do that uh um, Tom Taylor, that's Tom the Toolman or Tim the Toolman, not sure. That's the kid, actually. <laughs> Claudia Kim, Fran Kranz, Abby Lee, and Jackie Earl Haley, who BT dubs, if you have ever watched The Watchmen, he is uh, Rorschach on The Watchmen. And he also played the new Freddy Krueger on that one reboot thing they did with Freddy Krueger. He was Freddy Krueger on the new Nightmare on Elm Street movie that came out a while back, which... I don't think it was bad, good, and different. I don't think I don't think anyone really said much about it. Hmm. Distributed by Columbia Pictures, release date July thirty first, two thousand seven. That was uh, the initial screening, and then all over the U.S. August fourth. So it really hasn't been out that long, uh, and it's uh, pretty fresh in our minds still as far as it its uh, lack of success. Where critics are concerned, a budget of sixty million and a box office of one hundred and seven million. It made its money. It made its money, and I know a lot of people that went to see it. Yeah. But I also know a lot of people that were that were disappointed. Yeah. And hardcore fans of this were very, very disappointed, and that that also goes into that horrible <laughs> movie scenario. So, um, there there is a way to yeah. look at the movie that makes it palatable. And we'll t- I'll talk about there that are, later. Oh, absolutely. Um, Jared, what other Stephen – just real quick before we get into 30-second synopsis. What other Stephen King – have you read any other Stephen King stuff? Um, I have not. The Langoliers I, book? <laughs> <laughs> I watched the movie. I love that movie. Scared the My. crap out of me as a kid. And then you watch it – Yeah, like, you watch it now. It's – what? But even like- – <laughs> anyway. All right. So um, – but even though that that sort of if it yeah. were real life and you saw those weird animated things flying through space, you would be scared. <laughs> evil Pac-Man flying towards me. Very scary. Cubert. Yeah. Like a Cubert with teeth. Go. Anyway. Are you ready? For 30 second synopsis. I yeah. Jared Chesterino, 30 second synopsis. Are you ready? I am ready. El Gerardo. El Gerardo. El Gerardo. <laughs> Back here. What? <laughs> And go. So Roland Deschain is the last gunslinger. He is in an epic battle against the Man in Black, also known as Walter. Uh, Walter is trying to store, destroy the Dark Tower. Uh, Roland is in a fight to keep it. Actually, in the movie, he doesn't really much care about the Dark Tower as much as he just wants revenge. Um, there's a boy, Jake, uh, who has psychic abilities. He is going to be the one to destroy the Dark Tower when kidnapped by Walter. And they fight 
Good wins. There you go. Good wins. Did I do it? Yeah, you were Pretty close. Pretty little over. Off, yeah. I didn't have the horn. Um, I know. Well, I hit my thumb on the button too fast. <laughs> this, is, this is the nature of my night. So anyway. Uh, um, okay. It's happening. So guess what? What? Um, you have seen any other Stephen King movies? Oh, yeah. Maximum Overdrive? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Stephen King. Langoliers. It. it. <laughs> I saw Cujo. It. Cujo. Carrie. Carrie. The Shining. Crank Creepy. Thinner? Is that one of his? Anyway, all right. (laughs) When we come back, uh, we will talk more about this movie with Jared. Bye. So, time for some power plot, Jared. Power plotted up. Uh, Power plotted up. Now, listen. uh, We talked about this earlier. Stephen King. Here's the thing about Stephen King's movies. The Mist is another one that I saw. Oh, yeah. And he is not just box office gold on every one of them. No. But he writes books that warrant themselves and justify being created into visual things, television shows, mm-hmm. tele, television shows. And um, in, that's in memory of Belky from Perfect Strangers, <laughs> who was on Langoliers, freaking oh, out. Golly. Yeah, that... that- that scene of him getting chomped up just <laughs> like I don't know when that movie came out. It, I think what, it was ninety. I think it's nineteen ninety. Oh, I remember watching that on ABC. And we're talking about Langoliers, yeah. folks, by the way. It, it would just that haunts me still. Um, it was a um, uh, sorry, man. Langoliers was a um, TV made for TV series. I, it was on ABC. I remember that. And right. it was let's see how many episodes. It was, was a it two, just two, two episodes? I think it was two. So it was a movie they just cut in half, right? Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. That little blind anyway, girl. I enjoyed it. Those CGI'd uh Langoliers <laughs> were lame though. <laughs> 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 chomp, chomp, chomp. Uh, uh what's his face from um what's his name from uh Stocktail Stockton? Stockdale? The guy that was uh not Al on uh, Quantum Leap was in that movie. Anyway, you know what I'm it talking was. about? What's his name? I don't know. Oh, yeah. The, uh, he's in uh, Battlestar Galactica, too. Beautiful. Okay, so The Dark Tower. You said it yourself. He's not concerned about saving The Dark Tower. What is, Jared, from the book's perspective, less, less about the movie here, because we enter, we enter the movie with a scene like we should know what the heck we're looking at, and <laughs> and if you've never read the book, you don't have books. You have no clue what you're looking at, right? Um, yeah. I mean, the, the the scene we open on is the the Man in Black's little home base operations, right? Yeah, he's yeah, and, and that kid tower even... to to shoot a laser at the to shoot a laser <laughs> at the dark tower. Yeah, isn't that um, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, there's some. They're pulling a couple things together. Um, if I, it's been probably a solid decade since I've read the books. I kind of refreshed when I watched the movie um, on, on the plot summaries of the books. But uh, the, the, I think they were pulling some stuff from book four um, on some psychic adults trying to break these columns on the tower. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, I I don't I don't know what's happening. So in the book, were they ever trying to break the tower down? Uh, yeah, 
That's yeah. like the point. I mean, that, that's the point of the movie is, but the, is the man in black is trying to destroy the tower. And, and what, by destroying the tower, what happens? Um, I guess it lets the monster. I don't remember exactly what happens, but I mean, we don't really know. We just know that Roland is trying to save the tower and stop the man in black. He's a gunslinger. Mm-hmm. And all the gunslingers are gone, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except for him. Except for him. They've all been hunted down by uh, the man in black. So 11-year-old Jake Chambers has these visions, and you're led to believe in the initial part of the movie, it's him having a dream or a vision, right? Mm-hmm. Of the kids using the force to <laughs> shoot a laser at the tower, right? Yeah, yeah. The man in black uh, is in charge of this, and he has he has a, uh, a very uh, eclectic group of people that works for him, right? Yeah, what my, are these people? They they have skin hanging off their faces that aren't yeah. not their skin. There's some weird rat looking character person. I don't really rem- I from the book I don't remember. I know they like steal I I think they're killing people and and then taking their skin and manufacturing some sort of covering for them. They're not human. Weird. I know that. But are they demons? In this movie, he talks about demons at the very beginning. Like, they are demons. I guess. So where are we here? We're in this world, weird world here. Yeah, I mean, it's the multiverse. Um, there's just so... I mean, that, spoiler alert here yeah. is that, I mean, the books end with Roland getting to the Dark Tower. That's his his purpose, is get to the Dark Tower and, and prevent it. That's He doesn't care about... The movie, he's all about... Oh, let's save the boy too. He could care less. In the book, I think that boy dies yeah. a couple times. I I I heard a couple things where he yeah. dies. He, and- he drops him in pursuit, like he's dangling from a, a train car, and Roland just drops that boy. Yeah, thinking hey, I got to get to the dark tower. Wow, forget this. Um, but oh, where was I going? Was I well, we were just talking about we, we were talking about the Dark Tower and the no. whole purpose. His purpose. Roland's a gunslinger. Oh, there spoiler. used to be gold gunslingers. The all the Allstate guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Allstate guy. His dad. Uh, is his yeah. dad. Mm-hmm. Is that in the book anywhere? Uh, well, I mean, not Allstate, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are a lot Allstate. of flashbacks. Um, I don't think his dad is dead until a few books in. Yeah. Uh, but. I mean, uh, Roland is kind of this descendant of uh, King Arthur and Excalibur. Whoa, really? Mm-hmm. Where's that yeah. in this stuff? I mean, where do you fit that in? I know, there's not enough. It's a- But ultimately, I mean, at the end of the book series, if you haven't read the series and you want to mute for a minute, um, he gets to the tower and the Dark Tower says, great job, let's reboot and you can try again with a few extra tools that you didn't have. Yeah. And so I, I think after I watched the movie, I realized, and I read a little bit about it, uh, that the movie is supposed to be kind of a sequel to the series because it's a it's a reboot. He gets to try again. He has a horn on his back, if, if you saw that in the movie. Uh, he gets that at the end of the series. Mm-hmm. So it's... I, What's the horn represent? It's just something that he needs to help him on his journey. I, I tried to rem- I, I can't remember. It's, it's exactly. there's a lot of info here, isn't there? The, I mean, there's okay a million words so, worth of info. So Jake Chambers has visions. <laughs> yeah. He envisions the man in black. The man in black is making these kids uh, use their psychic abilities, and they call it the shine for yeah. the shining. 
which that's the crossover <laughs> between that's the crossover between this. I don't mind that as much from a standpoint of I think it's it would be kind of cool to have a Stephen King multiverse and bring the mist in and bring everybody else. Together. And they do in the book series. I yeah, mean, there's crossover. All of his uh, Salem Lot plays a big deal uh, with the twin or the kind of vampire thing, and it, it's all it's all over the place. Uh, but not, I mean, you just don't get much of that here. There, there's a few a crossover, right? Yeah. Walter Paddock mm-hmm. himself, the man in black is a crossover into the books as well. Yeah. Um, Jake's mom, uh, <laughs> and stepfather, um, are worried about Jake. Jake's stepdad doesn't like him very much. You can no. tell in this movie, he doesn't like him. No. Um, and, <laughs> um, so he, the, he has these visions and it makes, uh, it makes them feel, you know, they, they, they think it's, uh, trauma from the dad dying of, of Jake's yeah. actual dad dying. Uh, Jake also in his vision sees the gunslinger and that makes him draw these pictures of the man in black and the gunslinger and the tower. <laughs> and he has them all over his room. He has a lot of different artistic styles. Some of them are decent. Some of them are kind of cruddy. Did you know? Were you looking at the pictures? Yeah, I looked at them. They're I mean, they're, they're all over the place. But you know the one I'm talking about, where he's, it's got the kid sitting in the in the chair. It's just like this weird line drawing that just yes, I just didn't. I don't know. Um, sorry, kid. Yeah, sorry, kid. Um, so Jake um, is getting ready to get sent to a facility for his psychiatric stuff, <laughs> and he he then uh, has these visions. But by the way, he'd had these visions of these. Monsters wearing these human, this human skin and masks, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So he has a, he's at the bus stop that day before he gets almost sent to the psychiatric ward, and he sees a guy move his face around, which I thought was cool. Why isn't more of this in the movie? You know, it's like why isn't Where? The action in the movie? Why isn't it's very dull at times? Wouldn't you say? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so he he tries to get, he goes back to his house. Uh, stepdad and mom say, look, the psychiatrists are going to help you. We're going to take you to this facility, and that'll make you better. Well, um, they're, <laughs> the, this, one of the people coming to get him is a skin-wearing character. Yeah. And also the man in black is is kind of been the person that's kind of really been trying to tra- track him down. Um, okay. So Jake, Jake um, ends up in an abandoned house. Ironically, yeah, he figures He's, it out. He runs away from them. Yes. They realize chase scene, and then he um, his last vision that he had was uh, of this house, and, and he puts it on whatisthis.com, and somebody says, "Oh, that's my old house. It's on in this neighborhood," and so he goes searching for it, and he finds it. Yeah, yeah, but and then um, so he goes in this old house. Mm-hmm. One of his drawings, by the way, had nineteen nineteen. Yeah. 19-19 on the uh, on one of his drawings. Yeah. He goes in this old house and he finds <laughs> this, it's, what would you call it? A, key a portal? A keypad? That's a garage. A intru- it's a digital garage door. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. He types in 19-19 and it takes him to Midworld, which yeah. is where the gunslinger walks Not around. Before the house, the house demon attacks him, but he psychically murders this thing and jumps right. through. Which I heard someone talk about uh, another commentary about the house the house demon and you read the book with the house the house demons in it. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, kind of a so. major deal, right? Yeah. And for him to just 
beat a level boss that easily is kind of dumb, right? <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay, so he, he shows is, up. I mean, the book is about Roland and his quest, but at this point, the movie is just... It's a teen teen drama about yeah. this kid. And so the kid shows up in Midworld, uh, accidentally runs into the chain. Yeah. And, uh, and Roland... And Roland thinks he's one of because he mm-hmm. knows all this stuff about him. So Roland automatically thinks he's been sent by, yeah, you know, uh, the Man in Black. So he almost throws him off a cliff at one point, and uh, he backs off of that. And uh, yeah, so they go on a they start on their quest at this mm-hmm. point, right? Yep. Um, they take him to a, a, a seer. Uh, what am I thinking? A seer. A seer. I almost said a mm-hmm. seer, but a, a seer. And uh, to get to find out if he's telling the truth, mm-hmm. the Sayer says he has these visions. It's legit. And he's the, but so she, powerful. Yeah, he's so powerful. And she, but she also has visions about the gunslinger, and he has kind of lost his mojo or his mm-hmm. soul or what is he lost? I, he's lost his the face of his father, is what they say. You you don't you've lost the face of your father. Um, he's not, and maybe that makes sense um, in the book. He's all about the tower, and he's lost his way, and, and he's all about revenge now. So maybe they're they're playing off of that. It's just I, I, I don't know. Um, he um, weird, <laughs> weird. We also learned that Jake is the most powerful psychic kid around. He's, of course, he is. All these other kids they've been brain zapping the tower with are, are just little blasts but jake is going to be the one that brings it down yeah, he won't so, need any more kids right that so. that's the uh so that's why the man in black is after him yeah. correct um they get together and um they end up on earth correct um keystone earth now, as they call it our they, own they, planet. They, they attack the the baddies attack the town because they open up a portal um I mean, there's a pretty interesting fight scene there that I kind of enjoy. Everybody's fighting, and then Roland kills with his heart and does that blind shot. The Taheen are the villains, the minions yeah. mm-hmm. that show up. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they, then they jump to Earth. Yes. Keystone Earth. Tell yeah. us about um, the man in black on Earth. How does he, how does he handle being on Earth? Is it kind of like on Wonder Woman, where Wonder Woman shows up? I don't. Have you ever seen Wonder Woman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's he like? The Man in Black. Does he say anything kind of goofy? I don't remember. Out of out of out of context or anything. Like in the in the. Oh, movie? I'm just saying, how does he act in the when he goes to when he goes to comes to Earth? Does he say anything crazy? No. I don't think he does really. Right? No. He just kind of fits in. Yeah, he just kind of does his thing. I think he's he's used to traveling. He, he makes he makes some people hate. He, he he sees that uh, little girl eating. That's ice the man in black. I, I meant the gunslinger. Oh yeah. Oh, he's kind of quirky. Yeah, like, I meant the gunslinger. Uh, what's, I'm sorry, what's guys. In this I'm hot sorry, dog. everyone. Listen, I'm sorry. The man in black. <laughs> I, met, I I know the man in black makes that one girl do that. Yeah. He is very powerful, by the way. I, we haven't talked much about man in black. He is uber powerful. Oh yeah. His magic works on everybody but Roland. He's the only person that doesn't work on. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The man in black shows up, kills uh, Jake's parents. Uh, after trying to figure out a little bit about him. Uh, when Roland is, comes to Earth, this is Roland's first trip to Keystone Earth. That's, I mean, in the multiverse here, uh, there's 
all different types of worlds and times where you can jump around. Uh, time travel happens frequently in the books, uh, not so much here. Uh, but Roland's just the typical uh, a knight in Times Square kind of thing, gotcha. where where it's like, oh, uh, what's what's a uh, why are there animals talking? What's this sugar drink? Why <laughs> what uh, and what breed of hot dog am I eating? <laughs> so yeah, so he he was kind of like he, does do he a is kind of like Wonder Woman carrying yeah. her, wanting to carry on her sword and yeah. shield and yeah yeah, yeah. that's, why, that's, why that's what you? I was getting to. Except I have to say, <laughs> I was so not, confused. Well, I was saying the Man in Black. He he is really used to. He jumps worlds yeah. apparently all the time, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, he yeah. he can. That's that's the whole purpose of his of his abilities. Um, so where do we go from here? Let's see. Uh, Roland. Let's he see. Uh, teaches Jake the Gunslinger Creed. Mm -hmm. And gives and teaches him how to shoot, how to fight. Yeah. Um, in, in the books, he becomes Jake and a few other of his uh, quartet is what they call them, people that that help their crew. Uh, he 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 kind of makes more gunslingers out of all of them. Cool. Uh, but he tells Jake, "Guns are my weapon. Your shine is yours." I think is what he says. Um, can the man in black take over Jake? Can he control Jake? I guess he can. He probably can. He doesn't in this movie, though, does he? No. But Jake is so powerful that he. I think he can resist him at some some okay. level. Okay. Because cool. some of that happens at the end. Um, so Jay, <laughs> uh, Roland rearms himself uh, at a gun store. Oh, you're going to love our world. <laughs> the guns. <laughs> and then uh, Walter... Uh, but Walter catch uh, the rewind the man in black Walter, he gets Jake, and um, takes him back to his base. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, he puts Jake on the machine and he's gonna uh, make him use his psychic power. Um, basically, Jake uh, uses his abilities to tell Roland where he's at. Uses mm -hmm. his uh, Jake GPS, <laughs> and then um, Roland. Uh, fight by fight fight by fight and uh ends up uh fighting walter yeah there's some pretty interesting fight scenes uh you get to see uh roland's gun ability uh the quick load is pretty cool yeah really um, fast. i mean it's he's got a six shooter taking on people two six shooters taking on people with machine guns and it's impressive he's got to wear his the necessary leather duster that spins around with him and yeah but <laughs> um walter does a trick shot mm -hmm. right, re rewind rewind roland does a trick shot how <laughs> i get mixed up um roland does a trick shot that kills walter um is a blind shot right yeah yeah he he i think he shoots it it one bullet ricochets off something as walter is about to catch that bullet he shoots another bullet and hits that bullet mm -hmm. and and kills him i i didn't I, I didn't catch it very closely but it was just remember your creed and mm -hmm. shoot with your kill with your heart boy thanks mick <laughs> um and then roland so roland um roland then proceeds to destroy the machine saves the tower the kids go free everything's great uh roland then basically it tasks it to some sort of sequel down the road here mm -hmm. where um roland returns to his own world um Jake uh, go, offers to be his companion and uh, accepts, and now they're going to Midworld. We'll be right <laughs> back with, to finish this baby off. 
Goods and bads, Jared. What do you think about the goods and bads of this movie? Uh, you, you know, we talked about the acting was not horrible right? at the start. I, You know, having been a decade since I read the books, I, I still have a better preview knowledge than most people who hadn't read the books. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was difficult to follow. Um, it, it's just so much of a universe, multiverse, crammed into... Uh, 95, what was the runtime on this? 95 minutes? Mm-hmm. Not a long time. Which is kind of weird, isn't it? That's yeah. really short for a fantasy type. Yeah. Especially for a Stephen King. An epic yeah. fantasy. Wow. You, you know? They said they had to come, they had to bring people back to film. <laughs> yeah. More edits. What? To explain things. Oh, wow. In this thing. And it was... Which is weird. Yeah, like so it, it didn't get good initial reviews from testers, so they the mock audience, shot some yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, kind of weird. Golly, yeah. So, what was your actual goods? Because you just said bad. Yeah, I did. Uh, you know, I, I thought it looked good. Uh, it. it I, I don't think I ever envisioned Roland like that, but. Um, it, I mean, it was nice to put a visual to a series that I read a while back. Well, you know, yeah. My interpretation of Roland, from the years that I've seen the book, mm-hmm. you know, I've just seen the cover of the book, is a guy, a cowboy wearing a yeah. cowboy hat. Mm-hmm. That that's what they've always pictured him as. Even uh, I think in two thousand seven or something, when the Mist miniseries came yes. out, they had a picture J.J. Abrams did. Uh, there was a, a lot of people got hyped up about it because there was a painting in one of the walls of Roland. Uh, in a rose field of the Dark Tower. And it was like Clint Eastwood looking dude. Yeah, that's what I thought it would be. And yeah. I'm not saying Idris Elba can't be that person. No, he, he, I think he did a great job oh, being Roland. Why didn't they just put a hat on him for like 10 minutes of this movie? Like, isn't that weird? <laughs> like, isn't that like Mario without yeah. his mustache in his head? I mean, you know what I'm saying? That's not, that's not uh, Mario, really. No. Anyway. But no, he did great. I, I think I would, I would count him as a good. I'm saying the same Absolutely. thing. And we'll, and you know, we'll talk more about that in a bit. Preteen Tom, uh, not bad. I, I, I kind of expect a little younger. Yeah. But yeah. Kid actors really struggle for me. Yeah. It's a real struggle for me to, to buy into kid actors. Yeah. And that's, that is what it is. Like, they're, you're feeding, they're feeding kids lines, mm-hmm. and they have to regurgitate these lines and make it sound natural, which is... Near impossible. Yeah. I mean, the Olsen twins did it flawlessly for Full House. Flawlessly. (laughs) But. Cut it out. You know. How wooed. How wooed. Um, But I I felt like he was kind of, his character was a little weak. Just that preteen angst. And it it was a movie about Jake Chambers. It, It was not a movie about Roland getting to the Dark Tower. Which, how do you feel about that? I did not like, it was... Like I said, I mean, I can frame myself different knowing that it's maybe a possible sequel where that everything is different because he's already done this once. So if I if I look at it in that light, it's not horrible. But just looking at it from the movie of I just don't care for teen angst movies. You're saying it's a sequel to the book because it's on an alternate. Be- I mean, that it's. Isn't book three like he has the visions and he just shows up back on Earth, but he lived that whole life and he died? Yeah. Isn't that right? 
Uh, when uh, Roland meets back up with Jake. Yeah, and he's like yeah. back alive. Yeah. He died I mean, it, right in the second one. Yeah, he, he died. He he starts out uh, at a way station because he's been he's already dead, but then he wakes up in this other universe. Um, him and Roland hang out, but then he dies in this universe. It, it, Roland basically kills him. Doesn't save him. Oh, he chooses okay. the tower. Oh, but he, he he has this decision where he says, "Save Jake, pursue the Man in Black, and the tower," and he chooses the Man in Black. So I mean, it's yeah, okay. but it's a, it's a movie about Jake, and I don't like those kind of movies because teens and and, and that's not the reason for the dark yeah. tower. It seems to me that no, the reason yeah. the gunslinger is the reason for the dark tower, mm-hmm. not yeah. wi- not Sam Witwicky. I mean, we don't. Hey, listen, news. <laughs> hey, newsflash, Michael Bay. Listen, no one wants a movie about Sam Witwicky. So why would you ever make a Transformers movie? About Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Same thing here. Am I say? Are you saying that right now? Uh, yeah. Is that what you're saying? I I, I believe I am. Yeah, I agree. I, just, <laughs> I mean, here's what Go I'm gonna ahead. tell you. Here's what I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> Idris Elba. Is it Idris or Idris? I, Idris. Idris. He's one of my favorite actors. Really? He played Charles Morgan on The Office. Isn't that right? I did not he like did. I did not like him in that role as much <laughs> because that was kind of when the office really started to stagnate at points. Yeah. But that wasn't his fault. He is But that was the start of the Michael Paper Pump uh Michael that is, Scott well, yeah, Paper. That is true. That is pretty good. That is a pretty good time. <laughs> That's for the my office. favorite art. So he is an awesome actor. That he yeah. he yes. is he is great in this movie. I said this earlier in the in the episode. He is very good in this movie as this character. Mm-hmm. I thought. I don't know, but I'm saying as a standalone, I've never seen I never read these books. But I know that this character is pretty darn good. And yeah. he's a great actor. And he holds up his end of the bargain. He's believable. He's intimidating as a as a size of a character. He's got life in his eyes. He's not just Burt Reynolds and through Smokey and the Bandit <laughs> 2 in this thing. Just a little dead inside. You know, dead in his eyes, just like, man, you know, I got to do it. Got to make money. some money here. Burt Reynolds, you know, see? He is alive and he is shooting people when they let him. Yeah. He shoots his gun five times in this movie. Yeah. That's about right. Weird. Because it's, it's not a movie about Roland. It's a movie about Jake. And that's the issue, right? I think so. That's our issue. Okay. I just didn't. Ugh. Isn't that weird? Why did they make, why did they do things like this? I don't this? know. Why, why didn't they make it a three hour movie and give some more character development? I think that might have helped some. Or, or make a three hour, three and a half hour movie and cut it in half and release one, oh, mm-hmm. one, one month and then release the next one like two or three months later. Yeah. And do hey, something. Cousin do something, Balky in there. And do something different. Oh, put Balky. Mm-hmm. From Langoliers. I wonder what he's doing these days. Uh, I don't know. Pierce, what's his name? Something know. Pierce. No, I'm thinking of Hayden Pierce from uh, <laughs> Frasier. Uh, Perfect Strangers. Folks, you need to Google. Get on the Google machine and, and look up Perfect Strangers. <laughs> this is a late 80s, early 90s. Yeah, It was the 90. beginning of TGIF. Yeah, it was. Uh, Belki, B-A-L-K-I, uh, Bartokamus. Uh, is the main is one of the main characters. 
He is the Stephen Urkel, basically, of the show. He's the Antonio Scarpacci of the show. Pinoche? Bronson Pinchon. And he is um, one of the main characters, along with Mark Lynn Baker. And uh, it's a show, Belky, uh, Balky, Belky, whatever, Bronson <laughs> plays him. He also plays on the Langoliers. And uh, he plays a crazy person. He starts out, <laughs> everything's fine as a business guy. And then the Langoliers make his He's got head some explode. daddy issues. He does have some issues. Yeah. He has these weird nightmare dreams things. Wow, anyway. We've, uh, ventured far. It's okay. It's it's part of the... Uh, we're still in the Stephen King universe. <laughs> we are. We know yeah. that in the Stephen that's, King universe, we can, true. we can go anywhere in it. Yeah. It I, was released. That so good. It in the was books. released recently. Oh yeah. It, it has done very well at the box office, and I think people genuinely like it. Mm-hmm. So for Stephen King, kudos because you do have still have box office punch. Twenty-seven years ago is when the It movie came out, and it came back out. Oh, wow. It came out this time too. Maybe in twenty or thirty years, though. Redo the Dark Tower or Perfect Strangers. I, I think I, I read somewhere that Stephen King would like to see it uh, con- continue as a series. Yeah, I'd love where to they see can it. draw this universe out because I mean, there's no conclusion. Uh, I mean, it, it's going to keep happening. People are going to. S- you have to keep the Dark Tower from falling down. Yeah, <laughs> if it falls down, then the beast or whatever's underneath it gets that, out. That tarantula is, is that what it get is? In. No, oh, that's the tarantula from the one scene where he's like, "Here's this yeah. this this cleverly placed spider." I'm yeah, gonna he's grab down this to, furry to tarantula, just throw it out there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. What did you think? Were the I mean the that, goods, that's your goods? The the goods of this movie, obviously, I, Idris Elba is awesome. Matthew McConaughey did not hurt this movie. In my no. eyes, he didn't hurt this movie. No um, gold. The, the, it wasn't gold. The, no, but <laughs> gold. The kid <laughs> actor, not bad. No. For for what we're dealing with, not bad. No. Um, at least it wasn't at least they didn't have um the kid from the fault in our stars slash he's all he's also in Is he like insurgent now? that kid. At least they didn't have him in this. Because that for a while Hollywood in this role would just cast that person. And before that it was Shia LaBeouf and before Haley Joel Osmond. And before, yeah, but yeah, things like that. People like that. They could have cast Haley Joel Osment in this. That would have been funny. He's gotten big. Well, like, yeah. That's what life does to us. So yeah, have I. That's true. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Get over it, Jared. <laughs> anyway, um, Idris Elba, by far the best thing in the movie. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey not, didn't hurt it. Um, the scenes look pretty cool. Yeah. Everything's points in the signs of this, or everything points in the direction of this being okay. And then all of a sudden, it's like it just doesn't go anywhere. You just don't know what's happening. It's, it's flat. It's kind of stale mm-hmm. at times. And I wanted to say this: this movie's just fine. It's just fine. It's just yeah. It, it's, it's adequate. Fine. It's adequate. And that in itself is embarrassing <laughs> for a movie that has a sixty million dollar budget. You know, to yeah. Hollywood, sixty million dollars is not that much of a, much of a budget anymore, though. No. So maybe they're looking at that sixty million to hundred million dollar ratio, and everything's fine. Anyway, I, yeah. Um, they've been. I mean, this has been in the works for a decade. Yeah, like they've been trying. I don't understand how it just falls apart like that. <laughs> I mean, did they just get to the point where they say, "Hey, we've already paid all these producers a couple million dollars. Let's just get this thing out." Get our money back. People tried for a long time. They tried to initially in 2010, 2011, Vigo Mortensen was in talks mm-hmm. to be the guy. That actually, he kind of looks like the yeah, character that does. might be, you know, 
part of that. Again, no. Idris Elba was not the issue, and I liked no. him. You know, um, but the bads, like I said, didn't go anywhere. No, they don't. They don't really make you buy into these characters. And I have, like I've said, I've never read these books, but it wouldn't have been hard to buy into the character if you're going to go that far off of the books, like you're saying they've mm-hmm. they've done here. Gosh, make make the Make let Idris Elba really flesh that character out, or make yeah. him shoot everybody. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. Anyway, um, so so, um, let's rate this movie. Okay. Um, scale of one being bad, five, uh, five being um, riding across country in a Lincoln with Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> uh, Would that be so like bad? Mud. Or gold, <laughs> or not mud. True detective. Gold. Ooh, no, I don't know. He's kind of scary in that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Just pick your math. What do you think? Um, you know, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna give it a one. <laughs> I, I think I can pull myself back from the books. It's nice to see it fleshed out. Yeah. Not as much as I'd like, but I can give. I think I can go a one, maybe a one five. If we're splitting horribles here, I'm gonna go with the two because I think the whole point of a movie, folks, just get let you in on this. I think <laughs> the whole point of a movie is that for it to be entertaining, is it, and it's for it, for it to be, um, awesome, and people should want to go see it. And if it's an action movie, <laughs> it shouldn't be that hard. Shoot them up, bang them up, great. This did not do it. No. Therefore, in my eyes, it is a two. Yeah. Um, Jared, what have you been into lately? What um, have you, sir, been into lately? A new series that, I mean, it's not a new series, but uh, last week or a couple of weeks ago, we talked to Janet Varney. Oh, um, and so I started watching Stand Against Evil as a little, little homework. It's pretty good, for that. isn't it? Um, I, I really kind of, I laugh at it. I mean, it's kind of that, it's not quite B-budget uh, gore comedy, but mm-hmm. it, it's fun. I mean, they... They know they're ridiculous, but they just own it and go for it. And I've kind of enjoyed it. Short seasons, it's like an eight-episode run per season. Uh, they've filmed season two, uh, but it hasn't come out yet. But I enjoy, I watched the, the whole eight episodes. I think they're like 20 minutes each yeah. in like two days just to get it out of the way. Well, and, and was, she, um, man, she was a great, oh, great. Yeah. yeah. Um, hey, if you haven't listened to that episode... Get on iTunes or Google Play and download it. Jack and Phil talk about uh, Stand Against Evil, uh, The Legend of Korra. Oh yeah, The Legend yeah. of Korra. Yes, yeah. yeah. I mean, she was. I mean, she just did phenomenal on she that episode. Did. And, and it was fun to um, continue watching that series after having like talked to her and and get to know her a little bit. Yes. It's just fun saying, "Oh wow, hey, we we talked to her and." Yeah. That's it's just kind of fun. It was awesome, you know. No, she's yeah. a real person, but she is a real person. <laughs> she is a real person. Um, How about you? I have. Um, I'm continuing to watch Wings slowly but surely. Where are you watching Wings at? On Hulu. 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 You know, Stand Stand Against Evil is also available on Hulu. Hey, there's a great deal if you are a student, like at a college. Really, you can get Hulu. And Spotify Premium, both of those for five dollars, a package deal. What five dollars? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I sent Phil that link earlier this week. And How do you prove that you're in college? Uh, there's a third party verify thing that most college campuses use for student ID stuff, but 
Hey, if you're a student, get on Spotify. That's like $18 retail, right? Yeah. Like, so I yeah. could, so hold was, on, well, hold on. I could get into a class. <laughs> yeah. Just register from for the some class, online classes. Get my student ID from them. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I just told people how to scam <laughs> colleges. Um, anyway, well, cool, man. Jared, thanks yeah. for coming on today. Hey, um, thanks. I really do like um, Stephen King. Yeah. I mean, hey, he's a best-selling author. He's just the things he's he great. does. He's entertaining. He he's he's I'm crazy sometimes, but he is he's he's kind of crazy sometimes. Kind of creepy. The, the stuff he writes. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Pretty amazing. Um Jared, we've not really talked about this on our show, but we are part we? of uh Studio DNA podcast oh, yeah. network now. Hey. We're new to it. Mm-hmm. Um and we're glad we're excited. They're good uh, people. Pop is a podcast that we've we, we've had Aaron Dicer on Aaron here before. Dicer. We've had Danae Hughes on here before. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and they're part of this network as well. Um, yeah. This is their baby. This is their actually. baby. They're Folks, the DNA if you in would, studio DNA. Here's what I'm going to say. Um, we'll have more kind of coming down the pipe in the, in the, in the weeks to come here about this. Um, ways that you can kind of contribute Okay, there are ways you can contribute. We'll kind of go over that with you. Um, but really, <laughs> ultimately, uh, we're glad to be part of it. We've got, coming down the pipe, um, uh, a live like a live feed on our show, and that'll be available oh, wow. through Mixler, and I can talk about that. So I don't sure. even have to come here. Well, to, no, to, I guess you don't, to, yeah. I can just listen from home. You could, and talk to yourself. You could, li- you could listen... To yourself, I can. On the, I can you can weird. chat in. You can chat in. Uh, you can check this out, folks. Your homework is this: mixler.com slash studio DNA. That's m i x l r dot com slash studio DNA. And we will have m- more information coming down the pipe. But um, we're so excited, guys, that you That's were uh, able to tune in today, Jared. You the man. Oh, and um, anyway. It's pretty pumped up for this new uh, partnership we have going on. And uh, great folks. Check out Sif Pop is another one. You need, uh, Sif Pop. What's the other one? They have New Music Digest and Shoot the Dough. Cool. Check those out. Folks, thanks for tuning in. See you.